Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Leadership Meets Life podcast. I'm your host, Stan Rada, and this is episode eight of the show. And I'm excited about this episode because I am answering a listener submitted question uh, for the first time on the show. And the question goes like this How do you stay encouraged during the lows of leadership or ministry? Uh, in other words, when I've got a plan and things aren't quite going according to plan and I'm getting bummed out, uh, I don't want to just sit on my couch and eat a bunch of ice cream or eat a bunch of chocolate. Uh, so what can I do to stay encouraged uh, during the lows of leadership and ministry? So today on the show, we're going to attempt to answer that question, uh, at least with a few thoughts. And uh, so I'm excited uh, to get to that. Hey, I hope you all enjoyed your Labor Day weekend. Uh, as of this recording, Labor Day is coming to a close. And I just wanted to share quickly some fun that I had with my family today. Uh, we uh, we actually took full advantage of Labor Day. I mean, it's Monday. There's no work, right? Every Pretty much everybody is done for the day, doing nothing. And uh, so we took advantage of that, and uh, we just slept in. No alarm clocks. I think the uh, I think the dog might have been our earliest alarm clock. Uh, but, but man, just shut the alarm clocks off. Sleep in. Try to enjoy some extra rest. And uh, so we really took it easy this morning. Uh, late breakfast, and uh, we really didn't do a whole lot uh, except take it easy. And then uh, after lunch, we decided to go to uh, this little area of our neighborhood. That's this uh, got this hiking trail and this kind of nature wildlife area with a bunch of uh, kind of wildflowers and um, different animals that you can see. It was a little hot, so we didn't see any of those uh, of those animals, but there's this these miles worth of uh, little hiking trails out in our neighborhood, and so we just went out together as a family. We're kind of hiking and uh, walking, took some pictures, and uh, brought our dog with us, and the dog ran around all around in the field, and um, my wife took a bunch of pictures, shot some video, things like that. Uh, but we just had a good time, you know, out together as a family on a day off. We figured we might as well take advantage, and, and so we tried to do that. Uh, then we came home after uh, the hike, and really we just decided one of our favorite things to do together as a family is just uh, go out to eat. And uh, whenever you don't have to, uh, you know, clean up after a meal, um, you know, you guys back me up on this. When you can go enjoy a really nice meal and you're not the one that has to clean it up, Man, it just tastes that much better, right? And uh, so we went down to this place kind of near us, a little area called Old Town Manassas. We went down there. We grabbed uh, some dinner at a place called Zandra's. And, uh, I mean, it's this awesome, awesome taco place. I had these three corn tortilla tacos that were out of this world. I mean, one of them had a fried egg on it. The other one had, like, pineapple. I mean, the craziest tacos I've ever had but they were delicious. They were so good. And uh, so my family, we're just kind of chilling and eating dinner. And uh, then, you know what they always say? You, you go out for dinner and what do they always say? They always say, did you save any room for dessert? Typically, you know, family of five on a budget, the answer to that question is no. And uh, But today we decided to splurge a little bit and uh, we're out for Labor Day, you know, having a good time. So yeah, we'll do some uh, dessert and we, we ordered a fried ice cream. This is where it gets really good. So we order the fried ice cream. The guy leaves. He comes back, and he's got two plates of fried ice cream. And he says, hey, uh, you know, my uh, my boss came by the table. I saw five of you here for one thing of fried ice cream. And he said, that's just not right. Uh, so make them two. And the adults can share, and then the kids can share. So my wife and I shared this whole thing of 
of fried ice cream. It was a fried thing of ice cream on top of a sopapilla covered in cinnamon and sugar with, uh, with plantains. I mean, this was an amazing dessert. It was so good. And they brought us two and only charged us for the one. And so if you happen to live anywhere near the Northern Virginia area and you get down into Old Town Manassas, you have to go to Zandra's. You have to try the tacos. And uh, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and pump it up, you know, for you guys. You should definitely try the fried ice cream. And so it was it was a great, good day. Uh, stoked to be able to spend the time with my family. And uh, so that's kind of what's going on over here in, uh, in my world. Uh, all right, so hey, that's some of the stuff happening with me. But uh, I want to go ahead and uh, take this time. And we're going to jump into the podcast and uh, answer the question, how do you stay encouraged uh, when things aren't going so well? Let's jump into that right now. All right, so let's just talk about this. You know, every single one of us listening to this episode of the podcast, I mean, each of us as leaders have gone through series in life, seasons in life where, uh, you know, it's just the lowest of the low. It's just those dark moments. Things are not going as planned. Uh, Maybe you're an entrepreneur and you've set out to start this brand new thing, this awesome thing, and you're convinced, you know, this thing's going to change the world. This organization's going to do amazing things. And and, and stuff just kind of comes up and it doesn't work out and you don't get it off the ground like you thought you would. It just doesn't quite go right. Or maybe you're currently already in a management uh, situation and uh, you've got plans for your company or you've got a set of employees that you're trying to work with and things just aren't going Right. And uh, and you just kind of get into these difficult situations. If you're in ministry, uh, it takes on a whole new look because if you are in full-time paid ministry, now you're also working uh, in many cases with volunteers. And as much as we may not like it at times, um, you can't tell a volunteer what to do because a volunteer can just walk out the front door. And so uh, whenever you begin trying to lead volunteers, you also have to learn to lead in an entirely different manner as well. And so sometimes that doesn't quite go like you thought it would and things aren't as good as, as you want them to be. And, um, and leaders just like any other human, um, can just kind of get down into the, into the lows of life, into these dark moments and dark seasons of life. And so the question that came in from one of the listeners, uh, was simply, how do you stay encouraged during the lows of leadership and ministry. So what are the things we can do to uh, just to stay encouraged? What do you do? And uh, I'm sure that there are a lot of really great answers out there on this topic. I'm going to just share a couple that come to my mind, uh, things that I think about and that I kind of um, act on and live out for myself. Uh, and, and then if you have some you want to add, I would love to hear from you. You can, uh, you know, tweet me back. You can, uh, you know, send me a, a message uh, on my website. I, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on how you stay encouraged during difficult seasons of leadership and in ministry. Uh, I'm, I'm going to separate this out just a little bit. We're not going to talk specifically about uh, difficulties in, in just a ministry setting. We're just going to kind of talk generically about what does it look like and how do you stay encouraged when you're just in a, in, when the plan is not going the way you want it to and, and you're starting to get down. So we're just going to kind of talk about it from that perspective uh, here in, in this episode. Um, so I, I just want to share uh, four things that come to mind. These are really simple, but these are four things that came to my mind as I, as I read the, the question. 
Uh, and the first is really pretty simple. It's I get near the supportive people in my life. Uh, I, I want to be near people that are supportive. You're going to find enough people that are haters, people that are down on your ideas, people that don't like where you're trying to lead, people that don't like where you're trying to take them. Uh, you're going to have enough of those people in life. And so whenever I get into one of those seasons where things aren't quite going as well as I had hoped, or I'm just not making the progress that I want to make uh, with the people I'm working with, you know, I, I just want to be near supportive people. And uh, so I've got some of these people in my life. I have mentors. I have a, a, an accountability partner. I've got a couple of different layers of people like that in my life that when things get tough, you know, I just go and I, and I see them. I make time for those people. I work around their schedule. You know, maybe we just go and do something fun. Uh, sometimes I will pick their brain. Say, hey, let's grab lunch or let's grab coffee. I need to pick your brain. I need to ask some questions. Can you give me some guidance in this? Um, but then there's a lot of times when I just say, you know, let's let's just go hang out. And, and I just need to get around some people, have a little bit of fun and uh, get around some supportive people. So maybe you have some community around you as a leader. If you don't, you need it. You need community. You need people around you, other leaders, people who are in uh, uh, in your corner, people who are on your side and can lift you up when things are dark. Uh, you need those people. If you're a Lone Ranger leader out there trying to do a lot of this stuff by yourself, that is a recipe for disaster. And you need to stop listening to this podcast right now. And you need to go find some of those people uh, in your life. And I would encourage you to do that. Um, but for me, uh, I've got a couple of guys, quite honestly, that when I just need to go have a good time and, and be around supportive people, I call up a couple of my buddies and say, hey, you want to go to the gun range? And let's let's shoot some guns for a little bit. Um, a couple of times, you know, we've done the whole bowling thing. Or like I said, go grab a cup of coffee, grab a lunch. Um, but I want to find ways to spend time with supportive people. And, and one of the signs of, of a leader who's struggling, uh, you know, to kind of see the good uh, and when things are really down, one of the signs that maybe you've gotten to that point is simply you don't have people in your corner uh, supporting you through some of the stuff you're doing. So uh, when I'm feeling down uh, about that kind of stuff, you know, one of the first things I do is I get near supportive people in my life. In other words, you need good community. That's the first thing. You need to have the, a good community, supportive people in your world. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing I do uh, really is I try to find good books that are inspiring. Uh, you know, the you may not even necessarily always agree with the content uh, of what you're reading, but you're looking for that kind of spark. Sometimes a leader just feels like they're running dry and they just can't come up with the next big thing or, you know, something's just not clicking and they just kind of need, they need a boost. They need a spark. They need to be inspired. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a couple, there's some great guys out there. You can read to find that, uh, you know, Seth Godin's a great one to read on that. Uh, I read poke the box and uh, I got done reading that book and I threw it in the air and I'm, you know, I was ready to go change the world, you know? Um, so a, a book like Poke the Box uh, by Seth Godin, uh, you know, find yourself an author, a, a genre of book where you get some inspiration uh, and, and go out and, and read a good book and get some good information, some good content. Um, for those of you in ministry, um, you know, the easy answer is the Bible. And, and, and honestly, the Bible has some great stuff in it in terms of, of encouragement and inspiration 
And you should absolutely read the Bible. I'm, I'm a pastor myself. I love the Bible and I read the Bible. Uh, but there are sometimes other books outside of that as well that can be very inspiring authors who talk about topics that you really need to be diving into. Um, so feel free, you know, jump into the Bible. There's some great stuff there uh, of inspiration and great leaders, especially narrative stories in the Old Testament of great leaders and the like the judges of Israel and these great kings and and there's some great stuff there to be inspired by. Um, but, but find a good book. Find an author that really kind of speaks your language, inspires you, excites you. Uh, and whenever you're just feeling down and feeling low, um, you know, make time to just sit down and, and dig into a good book and, uh, and seek that kind of inspiration. Um, so that's the, the second thing. Uh, the third thing that really comes to my mind um, that, that I try to do is I, I make sure I'm taking a Sabbath. Now, if you're listening to this and maybe you don't have much of a, of a religious background, really the Sabbath in terms of a, a kind of from a secular perspective is a day off. <clears throat> um, you know, make sure you're taking a day off, taking time off. You, you need to step away from uh, the work that you're doing every now and then just to just sometimes just to gain perspective. And so for me, the Sabbath is more of a spiritual break um, where I try to do a little bit more reflecting. I, I try to step away from the, the manual labor, so to speak, of, of ministry work. And I just try to find um, uh, times to be refreshed in God and in what God is doing in my life. And so you need to take a Sabbath. Stop talking about work. Don't deal with the difficulties. Don't check your email. Uh, uh, don't do any of that stuff. You have to find time uh, to take a break, to let your heart and your mind rest. You, you have to rest from the chaos and the drama that comes from leading people, leading organizations, leading volunteers. You have to find times of, of Sabbath. And that's a that's a huge one for me. In fact, uh, at the church I'm on staff with now, we, we have a requirement of staff members to take a Sabbath. Uh, there have been multiple times when my boss has sent me a text message and said, hey, uh, I wanted to get together and talk with you. Do you have an hour? And uh, it might be on my day off, the day I'm supposed to be uh, focusing on Sabbath rest. And um, I'll write him back and say something like, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, I, I could meet with you if you like. You know, today's supposed to be my day off, though. Is it urgent? Is it an emergency? And, and without fail, he writes back and says, absolutely not. You need to take your day off. Take your time. Enjoy your family. Focus on something else. I'll talk to you about it another time. And uh, not everybody necessarily works in that kind of an environment. It's a, it's a very refreshing environment to work in. Um, but for that person, you, I mean, when you're feeling down about leadership stuff, you need that Sabbath. You need to make time to rest. Maybe you're a hiking person. Go hike a mountain and just take a break uh, from, the, from the drama and the chaos and the difficulties that come from leadership and, uh, and ministry and things of that nature. So make sure you're taking a Sabbath. Number three, make sure you're taking a Sabbath. Make sure you're taking a day off. And number four, um, maybe is a little bit controversial. I don't know. Um, but whenever I think about this as well, the fourth thing I think about is that I try not to do is I do not trust my feelings. I do not trust my feelings. I do not trust myself. Um, the, the heart is such an interesting thing. The, the, as, as the Bible talks about the heart being this uh, kind of the seat of emotions of who you are, kind of this core part of who you are. 
And uh, sometimes our feelings can get us all out of whack. You know, my, well, I just don't feel like my team is. I just don't feel like my, my leadership is good enough. I just don't feel like, and you can fill in that blank with a ton of things. <clears throat> and in our context, we're talking about things that are negative and kind of the things that drain us and how do you deal with the lows of ministry and, and leadership? And a lot of times that statement is followed by something negative. I, you know, I just feel like there's this problem that I can't overcome. I just, and, and guys and, and, and gals as well, I mean, leaders in general, I, I just don't trust my feelings. I don't trust that what I am sensing is always correct. And so the things I've already talked about are things that can help you with that. Sabbath rest can help you to kind of reorient your feelings and work through them. So do good books. When you read a book and you go, okay, yeah, see this guy, or this this person, they went through this as well. And this is how it turned out for them. See, I, I need to be thinking more clearly uh, about what I'm dealing with. And, and friends can do the same. Supportive friends can say, no, I don't think that's what's happening. You need to focus here. And those good supportive friends can help you to think clearly uh, be, uh, about the situation. Because if we always just went around and followed our feelings every, you know, all the time, man, this society and our world, we'd be, we would be a mess. We can't act on our feelings all the time just because it, we're feeling a certain way. Um, and, and, and so I don't trust my feelings. Maybe some of you out there are just that much stronger people than I am. And that's probably true. But when it comes down to leadership and how I'm feeling about a particular situation, I just simply don't trust my feelings. And so when you're feeling discouraged about your leadership role, your ministry role, what your team is accomplishing, what your business is accomplishing, um, there's a point which you need to step back and go, I can't trust my feelings on this. I'm not objective enough. I'm not thinking clearly enough. I need to get some outside wisdom and insight because you may be a lot further along than you think you are. You may be accomplishing so much more than you even realize because as the leader, you're too far into it. Your, your eyes are closed off to so many things because you are, you are uh, diving in sometimes to the weeds and, and you've got your hands in a lot of stuff. And so it's just a simple principle of mine, you know, I just, I just don't trust my feelings when it comes right down to, hey, I'm going through this rough time. I just don't trust my feelings when it comes to that. Um, so I had this great quote that I ran across, um, and, and now whether or not it's uh, an accurate quote from this person, that I don't know. The internet is a, is a weird and mysterious place full of things that are not accurate. Uh, but I did run across this, and, and even if the quote is not perfectly accurate um, to the person that it's uh, given credit to, uh, I think the sentiment is still true. The quote goes like this, Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. And that quote is attributed to Thomas Edison. And Sometimes when you're feeling bad about your leadership, you're feeling down about how far you've gotten with your team, you're feeling down about your organization, you're feeling low about when you feel, 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 feel all the time, and then you start to follow those feelings, so many leaders quit and give up right before some sort of a breakthrough happens. There's something that's coming your way, and a lot of times really great things happen after you go through the fire, after you go through some difficulty and so I would encourage you, don't trust your feelings. Don't give up. 
um, you know, there's there's going to be a breakthrough at some point if you keep pushing uh, pushing hard enough and and with enough endurance. Um, but don't trust your feelings. Don't give up. Uh, don't bail on what you're doing and the work that you're doing, especially in a ministry context where you are actively engaged in the transformation of, of people's lives. And, uh, and so don't trust your feelings um, is my fourth kind of bit of encouragement. So let me recap those real quick for you. Number one, uh, get near supportive people. Number two, read a good book that inspires you. Find that author, find that book. Number three, make sure you're taking your Sabbath. Take a day off, find some time to rest. Take your Sabbath. And then the fourth was simply, don't trust your feelings. Your feelings can be a very fickle thing. And uh, so as a leader, you do not want to trust your feelings and just follow wherever they go, because uh, that could also take you some really bad places. So don't trust your feelings. Those are the four things that kind of come to my mind and things that I think about and that I try to process through as a leader uh, whenever things aren't going quite as well as I hoped they would. I know out there you guys have a lot of others. There are probably some really um, great answers and great wisdom from many of you who are listening to this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. Send me a tweet and say, hey, here's number five. This is what I would do. Or, hey, here's six through ten. This is what, what I would do. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, just shoot me a message. Uh, find me on my website. Send me an email. Uh, shoot me a Facebook message, whatever you'd like. Uh, and just answer that question for me. How do you stay encouraged during the lows of leadership, during the lows of ministry? What are some of the things you do um, to stay encouraged? So I'd love to hear from you guys on that topic. All right. Now, in the way of announcements, I just want to let you guys know what's coming up. Um, uh, this next week here, coming up real soon on September 12th and 13th, uh, the Exponential Conference, the Exponential Church Planters Conference is coming to their regional event uh, here at New Life Christian Church uh, in the Northern Virginia area. And uh, I'm kind of leading up the volunteer team for that event, for that conference. And so uh, this next podcast, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing kind of a, a live from exponential kind of a podcast. It'll be super unedited, uh, and I'm going to do my best to try to get a bunch of interviews with people and uh, meet some people uh, who are at the event, but also some of the speakers as well. And uh, so definitely be listening into the podcast for episode uh, episode nine, I believe it is, uh, because I'm going to do this live from Exponential thing. I'm really excited about that. Uh, so pay, uh, stay, stay uh, tuned in for that. And uh, the next thing is coming up here really soon as well. I'm going to go through a series of five, uh, five episodes, go through a series, and I'm going to talk about, uh, similar to what we talked about today, I'm going to talk about this idea of leader, lead yourself. And in the past, I have done kind of a short series of video blogs on this. I've also uh, written some blogs on this, but I, I want to put this information down into a podcast uh, form. And so here coming up real soon, we're going to do a series, uh, a five-part series on leader lead yourself. And we're going to talk about everything from emotional health to physical, mental, uh, uh, spiritual health, and, uh, and some others. So we're going to spend about five weeks uh, talking to leaders and helping you be able to lead yourself well. Uh, so that's coming up here in the near future, guys. Hey, thanks again so much for taking time to listen uh, to this podcast. 
I'm really glad you've uh, taken time to do that. Hopefully it's been beneficial for you. I would love for you on iTunes to please leave me a review, uh, leave me a little note. I'd love to know ways that I can improve, uh, make the con- uh, the podcast better and, and get better content into the show. So leave me a review. Let me know what you think and uh, feel free to share. I'd love for you to share this podcast on Facebook and Twitter and kind of any of the social media platforms you might be on. Uh, But help me spread the word so we can reach as many leaders as possible. Uh, All right, guys, that's what I've got for you today. Thanks again for listening uh, to this episode of Leadership Meets Life. I'll catch you guys next time.